I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked her tit or whatever. You know, quicksand is that the equivalent of it's made out of dicks, 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 dicks. It's banter. What do you think about Brexit? We are so excited to be starting this podcast and recapping season nine of Love Island UK. Uh, we will be releasing this podcast every week covering that week's episodes. But before we get into it, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Ari or Ariana, but we will go with Ari for the purposes of the pod. I am 27. I live in Denver. The note on here is to, to talk about our careers, but I'm in the midst of a career change I've been in social work and I'm getting out of it so (laughs) good news for me um fave love island season is oh my god this is such a hard one but I am gonna have to say what season was Maura Higgins on season five season five I'm gonna go with that who's your favorite islander my favorite islander is Maura Higgins (laughs) Okay. <laughs> All right. What about you? Um, hi, I'm Mara. I am 31 years old. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. I am a school social worker. Um, and my favorite season of Love Island is also season five. My favorite Islander is also Mara Higgins. So <laughs> How we, we share that in common. <laughs> yeah. She really brought kind of a new era of honestly just reality TV star. Iconic one-liners. Agree. Just great Yeah, TV. and she's... She's still still doing so much on social media to, like, maintain that platform. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. So tell me a little bit about what other shows you like. <laughs> Love The Bachelor. I watch all reality TV, Real Housewives, um, basically everything that Netflix puts out, Fuckboy Island, you name it, I probably watch it. 
Yeah, that was obviously you, a rhetorical question because yes. this is what brought <laughs> us together. So yes. Mara and I met. Um, this is a very niche and specific <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, we both follow Game of Roses podcast. Shout out Ooh. Bachelor Clues and Pace Case. Love, love, love. Yes. yes. And maybe what was this? Like two years ago now, we mm-hmm. were both on a live stream that they were doing it was like a zoom that they were live watching the bachelor on it and it was like 20 people's tiny it was so funny one of the girls like fell asleep during it (laughs) (laughs) we were just all watching her sleep i was up it was a monday night obviously i was up until 1 a.m because they watch it on the west coast time and i was like what am i doing with my life (laughs) well that actually shows you how long ago it was because they no longer watch it on the west coast time right that's true yeah they got with so there was a group chat that was created out of just some of the people that were on that live stream that night and the rest Mm -hmm. is history and we have met in person one time yes in june of 2021 yeah that's right yeah, that's right. And I we was got to watch in, the show together. We did. We got together one night to watch the show. <laughs> um, I was in Baltimore visiting a friend, and now we just have maintained a, a texting social media relationship yes. based on <laughs> reality TV. Yes, we love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so that's how you know from our vast knowledge of reality TV. We have become experts in spotting exactly how everyone should play every kind of specific game, to be honest, but specifically the Love Island game. So we are really excited to be breaking down these weekly episodes for you. Yep. Let's chat. Let's chat. (laughs) So we have episode one. This is always the most exciting. The energy is there. I always feel so pumped when I hear that theme song. (laughs) Oh, my Um, God. I feel so pumped, and my boyfriend feels a sense of just looming dread. He always goes, "Uh, uh, 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 uh." (laughs) Yes, it's, can you please watch that on AirPods? (laughs) Yes. So we open open with our new host, Maya Jamma. Um, She's introducing us all to the new villa, which is also beautiful. Um, She's also introducing herself. Um, And the villa... For this season, the winter season, is in Franschhoek, South Africa, um, which is absolutely beautiful. I've been there. It's great for wine. Highly recommend going. Is this the same location in South Africa that the last winter season was filmed as well, or is it different? Do you know? That's actually a good question. I don't know. Okay. But this one is definitely somewhere you've been. Good wine. Good to know. Yes. Yes. It's Yeah. And it's gorgeous there. Yeah. South Africa is a great country. (laughs) Well... I'm glad that we're going to spend the next eight weeks there. So (laughs) in a change from previous seasons, we see the boys coming in first, sticking out of the top of the Jeeps rather than the girls. Usually we see the girls all showing up first, popping champagne, uh, chatting with the host, and then they're the ones that stand there and step forward for each of the boys as they come in. Do you have an idea or a thought about why this change was made this season? Yeah, I think they did it because the public had voted to bring in Tom. And so I think it automatically, like, shifted the power. Usually the boys have the power week one, right? Yeah. Yeah, usually the boys have the power week one um, because of the way that they do that coupling. So I think because they decided to bring in Tom, which we'll get to, um, that was why they had the boys do it. Or maybe they were just trying to be more feminist. I don't know. What do you think? 
I don't know, but it didn't feel as natural to me. I will say there's something really mm-hmm. iconic about, like, all the girls showing up. I would rather watch, like, girls sit around and talk about what kind of guy they want and drink champagne than guys. So I, it wasn't my favorite change. But I agree. Um, if it's in the interest of giving the girls more power, I am totally here for it. I agree. Um, I felt like the guys did not know what they wanted to do. <laughs> They're, they weren't sure what they were supposed to do. Right, exactly. Okay, so we're first introduced to the boys. Can you tell me about Shaq? So Shaq is 24 years old. He's from London, and he does airport security. Yeah, um, during his little intro. Agent. Yeah. Yeah. TSA <laughs> agent. Yeah. Um, he said he claims to wear his heart on his sleeve, and he likes sad movies. <laughs> um, what about Harris? So Harris is 21 years old. He is a TV salesman from Doncaster and says he's never been in love. Yeah, well, he's 21. Yeah, exactly. Um, although I, that is kind of a theme of, of the season. A lot of people who haven't been in love, uh-huh. haven't been in relationships. Yeah, that's very common. Yeah. All right, what about Will? Yeah, so then we have Will Young. He's 23 years old, um, also known as Farmer Will on TikTok. Um, he's from Buckinghamshire. Um, that, can I just say that is the most British name extremely Ever. british Buckinghamshire. Yes. Buckingham <laughs> um yeah so will is pretty famous actually he um i mean at least on on social media he has close to a million tiktok followers he's had several super viral videos mm-hmm. um i myself got sucked into quite a farmer will tiktok hole at the beginning of the season very cute content i'll have to check that out you definitely have to um, and then we have Ron Hall, who's 25. He's from Essex and a financial advisor. Um, and he's also partially sighted. So he's blind in one eye from an accident playing football slash soccer um, as a kid. I do love that Love Island is continuing this disability representation. Like we mm-hmm. had Tasha last year with her cochlear implant. Um, yeah. And I think it's just really really important obviously there are other ways that they can be more inclusive and diverse mm-hmm. um but at least they're they're doing something right on that front in my opinion yeah and the last boy to enter the villa is kai who is 24 years old he's a teacher from manchester um he teaches science and pe and apparently has three degrees do you need three degrees to be a I, science PE I, teacher you shouldn't no <laughs> <laughs> i think you only needed uh bachelors of education i don't know what the other two are right i have no idea yeah so i will go through our couples now and you can let me know a little bit about the girls that each of these these boys end up coupled up with so Shaq ends up coupled up with tanya tanya is 22 years old and she's a biomedical science student and a model she's also currently a brand ambassador for boohoo simi shoes and ego brands that i'm not completely familiar with except for boohoo i do know them yeah Um, yeah She's also from Liverpool. Harris couples with Anna May, which, by yes. the way, I just have to say every time her name is said, I think of like anime, like yes, anime. anime. Yes, okay, cool. Got her on the same page with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Anna May is twenty years old from Swansea, and she's a payroll administrator. And Swansea Sounds... is in Wales, so she's got an ah, accent. That makes sense. Yes. I didn't even realize that. Yes, yes, yes. So Will ends up coupled up with Olivia. But notably, that changes simply out of 
he has to couple up with Olivia. Oh, right. Yeah. We're not going through like each step of how we got here. Everyone knows that there's a little bit of fighting for Kai that happens in the beginning. So so we'll talk about um, Tanyelle, who ends up winning him in a second. But tell me a little bit about Olivia. So Olivia is 27 years old and she's a ring girl and an actress. She's from Brighton. Um, she really reminded me a lot of Mara Higgins. I was getting those vibes, but maybe it was just because she's a ring girl. Was Mara Higgins a ring girl? Yes. Okay. And just to be, um, clear, like the ring girl is the person that the like boxing match that who like holds, who holds the up the signs. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's why it was such a thing when Mara Higgins came in and took Tommy because, because he, he was, was a boxer. boxer. Uh, yeah. uh, so I, honestly, that makes me think that maybe uh, Harris and Olivia were cast to kind of do that. Harken back. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was such a, a successful yeah. season. I definitely think so. For sure. All right. Yeah. So Ron ends up coupled up with Lana. Tell me a little bit about right. Lana. So Lana is 25 years old and she's a makeup artist from Luton. Uh, she claims to have done makeup for some celebrities. Which is pretty cool. And Kai is pulled around. I think, who does he couple up with first? I know that uh, Olivia steals him. Is it maybe Anna May? So and then Kai Tanyelle first steals him? Olivia steals Kai, and then Kai ends up stepping forward for Tanyelle. Right. Um, and Olivia's face when this happens is also pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about Tanyelle. Okay, so Tanyelle is a hair she's 26 years old she's a hairstylist from london and her celebrity crush is channing tatum wow how unique we have some initial conversations with our og couples ron and lana seem to kind of be getting along um mm-hmm. shack and tanya uh unclear i will say in the beginning um of of this week tanya was a bit of an enigma for me i i can't mm-hmm. really read her very well yeah, I kept getting the sense that she wasn't really that into Shaq, um, which I think obviously you see a little bit more of that later on in the episodes this week. But initially I was like, I don't really think she's feeling him very much. Yeah. So Kai and Tanyel discuss their star signs. He's a cancer. So are both of your yes. hosts of this lovely podcast. So yes, this I see you, Kai. Pod. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty much where my similarities with Kai start and end. Same. Yeah. Although it, he's a teacher, I, I also work at a school. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's about, well, yeah. That's so about so it. You, have, you, you have more to connect with him over. I don't know that Tanyelle at this point is super interested in him. But again, kind of like yeah. Tanya, she just is very hard to read. I totally agree. She was like not giving it but I think that she's also the kind of person who is so used to like getting a ton of attention from men that she thought that she could just like play it really cool and casual and just like vibe it out that can happen sometimes when people come into the villa because these are top one percent hottest people I mean sorry to categorize like that but like these are hot people who are probably all used to being approached by others constantly and so it takes them sometimes a second to like really get comfortable and realize (laughs) that they do have to graft they do have to be putting an effort they do have to be playing the game it's not just going to come to them in this setting yeah honestly it's probably one of my favorite things to watch these hot people who are so used to getting anyone they want realize like Oh my god, my ego is shattered. <laughs> All right. Anime and Harris are I think right off the bat no vibes between them. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just not connecting at all. Yeah. Olivia and, and Will have pretty immediate friend vibes. I don't think she's into yeah. him. 
I feel like Olivia actually made a face when she coupled up with Will and was like, oh, she she has some good face play across the board, I will say. She does. She yeah. definitely does. Yeah. Um, so we move into the night portion of episode one um, and we see Olivia talk to the girls in the makeup room about how she's kind of interested in Harris. And she eventually goes to Harris and tells him that she would like to get to know him. Um, and we also see her talking to the other Islanders, telling them that she's really not interested in Will. We have a quick combo with Shaq and Tanya, um, Maya Jamma, our host. She arrives and she introduces our first bomb. So yes. as Mara said before, um, the public did vote on this. And this will become interesting um, later on when the person that Tom was up against does eventually come into the villa, which takes a, a second. But mm. um, the public basically voted if they wanted to have a male or a female bombshell first. And good job, public. We, again, always love to give power to the women in the situation so we get tom who is a 23 year old footballer footballer Mm -hmm. from where (laughs) barnsley uh and he's a striker for macclesfield fc okay cool so uh so you know how the girls love a footballer yes vibes for sure yeah yeah All right, so moving on to episode two, we left off with a bit of a cliffhanger there with Tom coming in at the end of episode one. Tom is in the villa, Mm -hmm. and they play a game to break the ice. Um, There are not a ton of notable things, except that Tanya does kiss Kai um, when prompted to kiss somebody who's not her partner that she would want to share a bed with. Yeah, and I don't want to get too ahead, but I feel like Tanya might be a little into Kai. Yeah. And we like I feel like we we start to like see inklings of that. I don't actually know if it's going to go anywhere at all, but I feel like we see inklings and it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know either. <laughs> Lana is asked to give a lap dance to the islander she fancies the most and she goes for Shaq and immediately splits her skirt. <laughs> I felt <laughs> like so goes bad down for her. skirt splits. <laughs> I really felt so bad. Oh my god. And plus her skirt was so short. Yeah, like it, them, honestly, split or not, it wasn't much of a right. difference. <laughs> like all of their skirts and directly below their ass cheeks. I'm like, How? oh yeah, I know. How and then it's so this? funny it's too, because we'll have conversations um, sometimes about, or I guess maybe this was I was we were watching old seasons and I was looking specifically at um, member Camilla who was mm. like that Islander in maybe season three who was so different for the show and she was yeah. talking about mm-hmm. like oh yeah i just am not really used to showing a lot of skin but like 90 percent yeah. of the time they're walking around the villa with nothing like the like tiniest nothing on. on yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um we also see kai he uh is asked to kiss the people he finds hottest and he picks tanyelle and anime and then we have tom who ends up kissing lana olivia and tanyelle i think he was probably asked to kiss three islanders he's interested in most yeah yeah yeah. we see another combo uh combo with tanya and shack later and they are pretty cuddly Mm -hmm. shack asks to kiss tanya and she says no she's like you're gonna have to work for it it's like no i don't kind of awkward vibes to watch yeah this is where i was like i still don't really know how tanya feels about shack because she's cuddling with him and she's showing affection and she's saying that she wants to kiss him but like I still feel like there's like this disconnect happening yeah where she's like quite unsure about whether or not she wants to like tie herself to him yet yeah I totally agree it's it's hard to read still at this point 
Yeah. So then we enter into the daytime and we see Tom chatting to some of the girls and getting to know everybody in the villa. Um, He ends up pulling Lana and they're like sat facing one another in beach chairs. It was kind of awkward. I feel like we haven't really seen that before Mm -hmm. in previous seasons, but they're like flirting a little and they're both saying that they don't want to like give too much away. They both kept saying that to each other. Well, I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to give too much away. I don't get Um, that. It was an odd conversation, but I think that they were both, I mean, I got the sense that Lana wasn't really that into Tom. Mm -hmm. What did you think? I think that Lana is pretty set on Ron already. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. my sense of it. Um, I don't really know how Tom is feeling about Lana, to be honest. But but yeah, my sense is that she's pretty set on Ron. Yeah. I mean, Tom does follow. He never gives anything away. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he's always keeping his cards very close to his chest. Yeah. I have been watching Unseen Bits, and I can sprinkle in little tids here and there, but I recommend mm-hmm. watching Unseen Bits for anyone who you know would like more than five episodes a week. Yes. <laughs> it is, I think, where you really do get to kind of see their personalities, and there have been a few sweet Tom moments. But yeah, in general, honestly, I mean, maybe it's just Ooh. the beginning of the season thing, but they're all very, very hard to read, and I don't think that any of them are playing the game super hard yet. Yes, I agree. It's well, we can get to it, but I, there's a couple that are fully playing the oh, game. Oh, we'll get to it. But then we see Tanya and Tom talk and Tanya is really putting it on thick, which was like kind of surprising because she seemed obviously we we saw her be interested in Shaq, but then I really feel like she was kind of like pick me, Tom. Yeah, again. I have no idea what to say. I can't read Tanya. <laughs> we have our first challenge, um, a classic dirty laundry slash baggage challenge. This. this is like laundry heavy. The facts about the Islanders are written on underwear. Um, Tom kisses Tanya. So there are different ways to play this sort of a challenge, right? You can actually mm-hmm. go yeah. for points or you can go for the person that you want to kiss yeah. and, and see if, if something comes of that chemistry wise. Yeah, I think it varies Islander to Islander because some of them are obviously more competitive than the other. But I think generally speaking, the guys almost always kiss the girls that they just want to kiss. Yeah. And the girls are more likely to kiss boys who they're like, they're actually just trying to win. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> so there's this funny moment where the fact about Tanyelle is that she will offer on a first date to yes. pay or to split the check. And if the guy offers, <laughs> she'll never see them again. <laughs> and she, she says something about like, well, if you can't, take care of me how are you going to take care of me and our kids later yes. down the line love this like <laughs> traditionalist I, like I anti-feminist yeah. <laughs> yes. stance from Tanyelle yes Tanyelle might not be our feminist queen of the season but <laughs> I respect a girl I respect a girl who knows what she wants I mean so. it stood out it's a funny moment and that's what we want from our <laughs> islanders yes Anna May yeah. kisses Kai Tanya mm-hmm. also kisses Kai see um, again sprinkles it's happening yeah there's there's also just a lot of strange like fighting for Kai in the first few episodes where in my opinion we don't see much of his personality but maybe they just find him hot I think that's probably it he's definitely seen as like the hot commodity Mm -hmm. for sure finally Olivia kisses Ron not much to say about that and then we get Mm -hmm. into our recoupling later that night Yes. So Tom has to choose someone to couple up with first. 
Um, and Tom ends up coupling up with Olivia, which leaves Will single. And he gets a text saying that there will be another couple recoupling at the end of the week. And whoever's left single will be dumped from the villa. I thought that Tom coupling up with Olivia was a good move on his part. I did too. And he had a pretty serious recoupling speech about like seeing a potential future with this person, right? Yeah, he did. And he seemed like genuinely interested in her. But again, you know, to say that people aren't putting much out there, Olivia really does not. I can never read on whether or not she actually likes somebody. I think Olivia, she holds her cards very closely to her chest, but I also think she mm-hmm. doesn't know how to flirt. <laughs> Do you get that sense? Yes. That yes. she kind of just thinks like being withdrawn and mysterious like is enticing, but I'm not sure how well it's going to go for her. Her her vibe was giving me like Zoe Deschanel in 500 Days of Summer. Yeah, like, do you want to be Manic Pixie Dream Girl? <laughs> yes, great. <laughs> yes, but, absolutely. like, so not Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so episode three, we pick up and it is post this recoupling. Will is trying to remain positive. Olivia says that she is happy that Tom picked her. I also think uh, Olivia is really the pick me girl in general. Sort of, yeah. I think that. She can be. I mean, she definitely bops around a little bit, like, moving forward. And I think she wants to be picked, but then when she's picked, she's not that interested. Or at least doesn't appear to be that interested. I mean, maybe in this in this context, she was happy because she obviously had nothing going on with Will. So I'm sure that she would mm-hmm. prefer to share a bed with Tom. But, right. yeah, maybe that was me jumping forward a little bit. I just think in general she is kind of a pick-me, but we can talk about that as we go on. That's fair. We see Tanya and Jack again. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, already starting to annoy me. They're cuddled up. He's trying to kiss her. <laughs> she swerves him again, but is like, oh, this I, I want to kiss you so badly. Yeah. And then Shaq says it was a hit to his ego, which I didn't love. No. No. And then later in bed, we do see footage of them kissing. Yeah. What? What do you think is going on with Tanya? Like, what? what is what is this game that she's playing? I think uh, it's it's really hard to say. I feel like she might be, in, like I said, obviously I think she's interested in some of the other guys in the villa. I think she was interested in Tom. I think she was kind of maybe hoping he would pick her because we do see like right before he chooses, like they do cut to Tanya and she's kind of like looking around like mm, maybe I'll get chosen. But yeah, I think that she was sort of hoping that Tom might pick her. But I think that after not, not getting picked, she's like, it's probably best, at least right now, for me to stick with Shaq because that feels safe. Yeah. So she's she's going ahead and diving in a little bit deeper, like putting a toe in the water, if you will. Yeah. To, you know, build her connection. Yeah. It's an interesting game that these Islanders with like legit early on connections have to play of not wanting to be too boring of an Islander by totally diving into one relationship and closing themselves off. So maybe she was feeling that way that she needed to hold herself back just a little bit to not be boring and still kind of entertain yeah. other options. I don't know. Again, we'll we'll see more as as time progresses. Yeah. Okay, so then we move into the daytime. We start off with the classic boys chat, girls chat. When the boys chat, Tom says that Olivia doesn't really like to cuddle. And I felt like actually he was pretty insightful because he was like, I think that she feels like it might be really intimate, which was spot on because she does end up talking about that a little bit later. Will talks about how he's kind of into Lana. (sighs) 
<laughs> Good luck, Will. <laughs> exactly. And then Harris tells the boys that he's most attracted to Olivia. We then see Harris and Olivia talk, discuss how she feels about Tom. Olivia shares mm-hmm. concerns that Harris might not be mature enough because <laughs> of his age. And No shit. Let's take a moment. So Olivia is the oldest <laughs> islander in the villa. Right. She's 27. She's 27. Yes. Okay. I'm 27. Mm-hmm. Do you think I would date a 21-year-old? Fuck no. Fuck no. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? No. I literally cannot imagine. No. No, I cannot. So, yeah, valid concern. I, for that reason <laughs> and also just some immaturity that Harris shows as an Islander, I yes. see I see nothing progressing with this couple. I, especially, and I don't like to put a lot of gender into things, but just generally, especially, let's, given the context of the show and very traditional gender roles being played yes. out here, a female 27-year-old with a male 21 year old is like the it's not just the what six years of age it's even more than that because a 21 year old boy might as well be fucking 18 or something yeah no I totally agree I think that they find some comfort in each other because they understand each other's professions and have probably even did they talk about this I feel like maybe they've seen each other before or something like that just come across each other but yeah I don't see this oh yeah yeah then the islanders get a text so they are alerted that bombs Zara and David are going on dates so Ron gets a text that Zara is picking him for a date and Tanya gets a text that David is picking her for a date so then we see Ron go on this date with Zara and I thought it was interesting that they were kind of targeting these strong couples early on I totally agree I mean we have I would say probably our strongest couples at this point are Ron and Lana and Shaq and Tanya so I had the exact same thought yeah on the date with Ron and Zara they seem to have kind of a vibe between them Zara is stunningly gorgeous yes she also is you know whatever model actress singer classic listen all these oh, people want to yeah. be influencers, and we see nothing wrong with that. But let's Zara... just say it for what it is. <laughs> Zara has the longest name in the world. Her name is Zara Denise Lackenby Brown. What? Yes. The longest name. I guess it's actually, it's her first, her middle, and then she has a hyphenated last name. But Zara Denise Lackenby Brown. Interesting. And sorry, did she... we say how old she is and where she's from? She's 25. She's from London. She's a property developer and model. But she also talks about how she has an interest in acting and performing. And yeah, she, she doesn't does tap. And she doesn't talk much singing. about property development. She talks Mm-mm. about like wanting to be an actress and a model and a singer and all of those sorts of things. I keep saying singing. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case. But she wants to. No, yeah, singing yeah. for sure. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so after the date, Zara says that they got along. She feels like they have stuff in common. Ron mm-hmm. says that he and Lana get along really well, but Ron also is interested in Zara and says that she's ticking some of his boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zara seems like she's kind of willing to step on toes as you have to be as a bombshell. Yes, absolutely. I I think it's funny. Ron is so drawn to like shiny new toy. Like, you can tell that he's really into Lana, but yeah. is like, wow, this girl likes me too. Yeah. I'm going to investigate this. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But then we see the date also with Tanya and David. So David is 25 years old. He is a money advisor um, at a company in London called Debt Free Advice, uh, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> in his... Okay, this was... 
this was funny. So in his little intro package, he claims to be very picky. And I read online that he says that when girls sing along all messy to songs like Wonderwall in the bar, that's an ick for him. Sing which along say, all messy like drunkenly? Yeah. Like, yeah, my Wonderwall. So he would just prefer so, you not sing along or prefer that you sing along perfectly? That's a great question. <laughs> that's such a weird ick. <laughs> It's a weird ick. He would hate me because yeah. I do this all the time. David, I'm sorry. We can't be friends. Right. What do you got against Oasis 2? Wonderwall's a great song. So Tanya, ITM's, uh, just quick note, ITM is an in-the-moment interview. So mm-hmm. that's when these um, uh, when islanders the are just hut. kind of sitting in the beach hut. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and doing their little interviews alone or sometimes with other islanders and their couples or friends or whatever. She says that she's interested in David, but definitely still thinking about Shaq. And that brings us into episode four. Yes. So episode four kicks off at night. Um, we see that Anna Mae is talking about how she's not into Harris. And David and Zara um, like immediately start pulling people and cracking on. It's actually funny because like, David comes over and pulls one of the girls and Zara's like, oh, shit, like, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta get on this. He's like, oh, oh, we're doing this? And she goes, right. wait, which of you is not coming over here to pull a girl? <laughs> I'll take you. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, Zara and Kai end up going off and Zara tells Kai that um, he is her type and that she also thought about asking him on the date. I feel like she might have had more luck with that one. Had she taken Kai? I don't know. Kai at this point still has a lot of people interested in him. That's true. That is true. Inexplicably. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see David talking about how he feels like things are really clicking with Tanya. He seems to be all eyes on her. Yeah. All eggs. Absolutely. Which is a strong tactic as a bombshell and can go well or not well. Mm. Ron tells Lana that he's still into her, but wants to remain open and have combos with Zara. Anna May is talking to Kai, saying that she's only into him. And Mm -hmm. Kai is admitting that things feel a little bit forced with Tanyelle and reciprocates that feeling of wanting to get to know Anna May. Yes. Yeah. And then Tanyelle sees this conversation between Kai and Anna May and says that she was feeling like pretty jealous and she she tells this to Kai and Kai was like I didn't even know you liked me (laughs) and she's like no I do like you when I saw this happening I wanted to smash a bottle over your head or something like very Mm -hmm. like toxic jealous vibes it's like (laughs) oh my god I low-key loved it (laughs) I love the energy from her (laughs) yeah also also, this happens with Kai, I think, the most, but, like, all the girls continue to, like, steamroll him over conversation. I felt like in that conversation with Tanyelle, he, like, could not get a word in edgewise. Yeah, I do notice that that happens a lot as well. Yeah. Then we see Shaq and Zara have a chat. Uh, I felt like he was flirting a little bit with her. I always feel like Shaq's, like, putting a, like, like a couple point, like, little coins out there. Like, here you go. I'll give you a little bit, a little bit uh-huh. of something, something. Yeah, which, I mean, again, it could be his way of kind of playing these early days games, right? Whereas Tanya mm -hmm. is trying to maybe not go all in with Shaq. He is taking this route of going pretty much all in with Tanya, but also, you know, leaving some breadcrumbs out for other Islanders. Yes. So I have a prediction. I think that Shaq, I think that Shaq will stay fairly loyal to Tanya 
up until Casa Amor. Mm. And then I think at Casa Amor, he might get pretty tempted. I do think that he'll still come back to her. But I think it might be like a Leah Millie situation where he kind of like fucks around a little bit with the Casa girls. Uh Uh-huh. But still comes back wanting to be with Tanya. Or like an, well, I guess this is more complicated, but an Andrew-Tasha situation. Exactly. Yes. Like Andrew and Tasha too. Yeah. <laughs> Oy vey. God, I hope, I hope we get something like that was gold. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, Harris, friends on each mm-hmm. other. And Tom and Zara have a chat that seems to go pretty well. He's like into the fact that she's kind of tall. Yeah. And they definitely seem to be vibing. Yeah. And she appreciates that and says that she feels like most dudes are into small girls. Yeah. But also isn't Tom like 6'5", so makes sense. Yes. Tom is very tall. Yeah. So then we have our daytime portion where we have Anna Mae and Kai having some chats that seem to be going well. And then we have Tanyelle. She ends up pulling Ron in a very obvious effort to just to make Kai jealous. Again, love her energy. <laughs> but Tanya does tell Ron that she's interested in getting to know him. Again, Ron, shiny new toy. He says that he's not really feeling Zara anymore, but he does kind of want to get to know Tanya. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Tanya called Ron a pussy for being so hung up on Lana early on. <laughs> I have to say, Tanyelle did, like, nothing for me in the first few episodes. And then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. this episode, she just came out swinging. (laughs) She came out swinging. It's because she was like, oh, I got to put my grafting boots on. Well, that's what we were talking about before. Exactly. That sometimes it takes these really hot islanders a few days to realize that the game isn't just going to happen without them putting in the work. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it is nighttime and we have a game of beer pong with some dares on the bottom of the cups. Um, Lots of kisses, but a few notable Mm -hmm. moments include David and Tanya kissing. I think they were dared to Mm -hmm. kiss for 30 seconds and Tanya was like, that was enough to know that it's a no for me. Yes, that's right. That's right. She said, I think she said their teeth were clanging against each other or something like that. Oh, yeah. Zara kisses Tom, Kai Mm -hmm. kisses Tanya, so that he didn't have to choose between Tanyelle and Anime was like, (laughs) who you're most interested in or something like that. I thought that was a great move. Yes, that was an excellent move. It was, um, who would you most want to meet your family? Mm. It was something like that. Yeah, something about who he was was more into, and he just totally swerved it. Shaq is dared to kiss an islander where he most likes to be kissed and kisses Lana on like the area of kind of boob area, shoulder, mm-hmm. chest, or like boob, upper, upper, chest, upper boob, shoulder. It was a strange, strange move. Honestly. Yeah, but I do think he later in an ITM says something about wanting to respect Tanya and not actually just kiss uh, Lana. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, and then we have Tanyelle. She ends up kissing Ron from head to toe. We have Tanya who kisses Tom, Ron, and Kai when asked to kiss the guys that she thinks are the best kissers. Right, which is super embarrassing for Shaq. Super embarrassing for Shaq. Yeah. I was shocked she didn't kiss him. This is again where I'm just like, I don't understand what she's doing at this point. That's what I'm saying. And also, again, she's kissing Kai. Yeah. You're right. Like, There's something it's there. You're right. Yeah. There's something happening. There's something there. Yeah. <laughs> Zara has to kiss the cheeks of who she thinks is the most two-faced. This is where we oh, really start yes. to get into our first drama narrative of mm-hmm. the season. She yes. picks Olivia. 
and Olivia ITMs that she thinks that Zara wanted to use her in the game and humiliate her. This is such a strong takeaway from yeah. an innocent game. What did you think about yeah. that? Yeah, I felt like Olivia was really blowing it out of proportion, honestly. Like, I, uh, I don't know. The whole, the fact that she used the words humiliate. Yeah. I didn't really understand, like, in what way that was humiliating for Olivia. Mm-hmm. But it, to me, it shows, like, an immediate sense of, like, defensiveness coming from her. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's – I wouldn't be surprised if Olivia's been called two-faced in the past. Right. It hit, it hit obviously, some sort of nerve. What I think is more yeah. humiliating for Olivia is what happens next in which mm-hmm. she's dared to reveal a secret and she says, I'm actually not two-faced. I'm very straight up. Like, okay. Yeah. You thought that that was going to be much more of a zinger than it was, Olivia. The s- weird thing is that the, all the islanders are like, oh. And I was like, that was the lamest fucking comeback I've ever heard. It didn't land with me. I will say about Olivia, I find that there is something maybe that we're not being shown, like, in a positive way. All of the Islanders seem to really, really, really like her, more so than I do at this point. That's fair. So maybe they were were impressed with that. But this is, like I said, just kind of the beginning of this drama that we're going to have now for a few episodes with Zara and Olivia. Yeah. Both kind of insinuating that the other Mm -hmm. is playing a game. Can I just say um, this is a game. There is a cash prize (laughs) at the end for the winners. In fact, you better be playing a fucking game if you plan on making it to the end. If you're not playing a game, get out of the villa. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) So then the episode, this episode ends with all the boys chatting with each other. Um, Shaq tells Harris that he's a shit stirrer and they start to yell at each other. Shaq tells him to shut the fuck up and then the other boys try to break up the fight. And the way that this was edited when I first watched it, I thought that David and Shaq were having a fight. I acknowledge that we are two white girls having this conversation. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But this was also paired with a really uncomfortable moment for me at the end of this episode where there were kind of two groups of girls talking and it mm-hmm. was basically like all the white girls and then Tanya and Zara. It just feels icky to me. It felt icky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know if maybe that was us reading too much into something or if it was edited to seem that way that it was uh, right. a fight happening between the two i mean i guess yeah, kai is a man of color as well but the two like black men on the show yeah and i think like to the girls chat point at least like this is also i mean this is a reality show so there is a semblance of reality in it and with that like i wouldn't be shocked if the girls really did naturally break off like that unfortunately yeah you know what i mean yeah i mean i think that the racial implication can exist in either way it can either be the show doing it or the girls doing it either way i don't like it yeah i agree i want to get into a little off screen thing that kind of has been going around on social media and impacts the way that this is being edited and, and viewed so basically fans saw that there has been an ongoing like positive social media relationship between Zara and Olivia. So I mm-hmm. will just go through a few of the things. Liv Hawkins on Instagram commented on the post of Zara saying, fave photo of you, heart eye emoji. Zara commented on a post of Olivia's from June of 2020. Absolutely unreal babes, heart eyes emoji, uh, fire emoji. 
Liv commented on one of Zara's TikToks, unreal fire emoji, and Zara responded, loving you, heart emoji. What? Yeah. What's happening here? Yeah, I my initial instinct was that they're, like, not actually friends. They're just, like, social media friends. Do you think it's possible that they have a plan to come in and stage some drama to get some screen time for both of them? Uh, it is always possible, but I feel like there has been, like, too many low blows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't feel it like... It feels personal. Like, what... Okay, because... Yeah, it feels personal. Exactly. Because, like, they could come in and stage this, like, big dramatic fight and then immediately be like, okay, we're good. And, like, that would, A, I mean, they'd get screen time and then they'd also be, like, good to go for the rest of the season. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's actually, like, left in, like, the past. I don't think they're best friends, right? Just because they're leaving some comments on each other's social media doesn't mean that they're besties. They do obviously have some sort of a knowing of each other uh, relationship mm-hmm. I then wonder if maybe Olivia feels even more like her sto- uh, her toes are being stepped on with Zara showing interest in Tom mm-hmm. or even you know I mean this whole thing starts with the two-faced thing but I think that that kind of lands on the fertile ground of Olivia already being upset because she's interested in Tom and now Zara is having a chat with Tom but I wonder if maybe because they do have that kind of connection however small it might be it is kind of pushing Olivia into this overreaction about what's going on right I definitely agree it's all tied up in the Tom stuff and Olivia feeling like she is losing an opportunity with him yeah um, because of his interest in Zara it's definitely all all based in insecurity 100% yeah but yeah, it feels personal. All right. So let's get into is, episode but... five, our last episode of our first recap. Yes. So episode five starts off immediately with the fallout from the fight. We see Shaq and Harris chatting and Shaq tells him that he's bad at reading the room and that he's immature. Um, they immediately start arguing again, but then they just sort of like just agree to disagree and just yeah. walk away and leave it. They have a weird conversation, though, where Shaq is trying to say, oh, you know, you're so immature. Everyone thinks you're so immature. And Harris is like, don't dad me. You're trying to dad me. And it just doesn't feel very productive. That was that was interesting. I thought it feels like Harris feels like he has something to prove being the youngest one. But he's just going so far in the wrong direction and making himself come off way more immature versus like (laughs) showing up and being mature and having people be like, oh, you don't seem 21. Right, and especially because Olivia is also talking to him like, I don't really know if this is going to work out because you're so much younger and potentially immature. Right. And Harris is like, no, no, I'm mature. I swear to God, I'm mature. Yeah, yeah. Watch me. Watch me <laughs> fight with Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next, we see Tom and Olivia chat, and then we they're just discussing how Zara called her two-faced, and Tom tells Olivia that he feels like she's just a really slow burner, and he's just not really sure how she feels about him and she doesn't really like give him anything to go off of beyond that during this conversation tom ends up like apologizing i don't even know why what he was apologizing for do you no i don't know what he was apologizing for either but i think that this is where olivia really does show that she's no more higgins this is not how you play when you are fighting for Mm -hmm. a man in this villa 
exactly. Like, if you want Tom, you got to give him a little something to hang on to here. Yes, the better play, I think, across the board would be to be putting the energy that she's using to fight Zara into grafting Mm -hmm. Tom. Absolutely, especially because it would also make Zara look like she's, like, it would look make Olivia look like she's rising above Zara. Yeah. And, like, is more mature. It's like, I'm not going to give in to this. I'm going to put my energy into Tom because that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. All of that. Not yeah. here to make friends. That's the Bachelor version. The Love Island version is, this is Love yes. Island, not Friend Island. <laughs> yes, exactly. This Have is we not heard that said Island. yet this season? I probably No, not yet. Oh, well, we <laughs> well, will. Everyone keep an eye out. <laughs> All right, so nighttime. Sure we will. Shaq says that he felt disrespected by Tanya, which we agree with. It was weird that she was able to kiss three guys and didn't kiss him. The guys try to tell him that it's not a big deal, and he's kind of overreacting. I think it was Shaq was upset. Not I don't think he was upset that she kissed those three guys in the in regards to like best kisser. I feel like she was he was just upset that she kissed David. He sorry. Oh, he, he was upset that she kissed David. I got the impression that he was upset that she was able to kiss three guys and didn't get uh, okay. kiss him. I mean, that I agree that is worthy of feeling disrespected over. Because I would be isn't the weren't her and David dared to kiss each other? Yeah, I think so. I think David had to kiss her. Right. He made the choice to kiss her. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he didn't like all of it. She kissed four guys during the challenge and none of them were him. Right. That's true. So probably a combo of of both. We then see Ron and Zara chatting and he says that he's really drawn to her and wants to put his energy into her. Shaq does tell Tanya that he felt disrespected in the game. And she says that she wasn't doing it on purpose and apologizes. So she's really into him. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to kiss four guys and have none of them be you. <laughs> like, what? I know. She did, she did seem sincere in her apology, but yeah, exactly. It is like, mm, yeah, she just continues doing. to absolutely perplex me. Yeah, I know. I like her, but I still don't know her, like what game she's playing at here. Yeah. Like her motive. So then we have Zara who tries to pull Olivia and Olivia's like, can we please talk about this tomorrow? And Zara's like, please, let's get it over tonight. And immediately Zara apologizes to Olivia and she just meant it as banter. And Olivia like seemingly seems to let it go. She's like, okay, that's fine. Squashed. But then in her ITM, she says that she still thinks that Zara singled her out for a reason. Yeah, she does not let it go. Yeah. It also, going back to the social media thing, it does make me wonder, like, you know, there's obviously something going on behind the scenes here. Olivia might look at Zara's social media and think, like, wow, she does this really well and, like, might feel very in competition with her in that manner as well. And now it's getting all dragged into real life. I hope that in the reunion show or when one of them gets kicked off and goes on After Sun or whenever we have an Mm -hmm. opportunity that we do get some sort of explanation about what the nature of their relationship was because yes. I do think that it would shed some light on what is going on with this dynamic and this tension between them. I agree. I'm sure that we would see that on After Sun. We might have yeah. to wait a while for that though. <laughs> I agree. They're both pretty good players. I don't think they're going anywhere soon. So Ron now tells Lana he wants to just focus on her. He tells her that he also told Zara that the door was closed with them. They kiss. You made a note of the song. The song playing. Oh, their first kiss. Cute. Yeah. Their first kiss. It's cute. It was a cute moment. Yeah. And then the Islanders get ready for bed and they're just playing a song. I really liked by Secret. Great (laughs) artist. Love it. Listen to her. 
<laughs> All right. Next morning, they get a text with a notice that there will be a recoupling that evening. So just as a reminder, this is that recoupling that we found out about after Tom stole Olivia from Will. So we know that a boy is going to be dumped in this recoupling. Whoever is not chosen will be dumped. Yeah, exactly. And they're sort of making it up to be like, Will is at risk of going home. So moving into the night portion, we see everyone is really nervous about the recoupling and we're not really sure how things are going to pan out. We know that Tanya has to basically choose between David and Shaq. And that seems to be like the main big decision that has to be made during this recoupling. But before the recoupling happens, we see that Tom tells Zara that he'd like to share her bed, kind of insinuating like, hey, doors open if you want to pick me. Mm -hmm. Um, Good, Good play. I agree. Excellent play. Yeah. And then the guys are just kind of milling about trying to talk to the different girls, trying to secure their spot. And we see Will trying really hard to craft Lana, and she's so uninterested. Yeah, this needs to end. (laughs) God, I I feel bad for Will. (laughs) I do too. So I'll say at this point, I'm feeling like Will is going to be one of those, like, Anton, Dr. Alex, mm-hmm. um, who's another good example. Oh, um, what was yeah. his name? Curtis. No, not Curtis. He was... I mean, Curtis did really well, but Curtis was also kind of, like, cringe. Yeah, but I'm more referring to the kind of guys who, every time there's yeah. a new female bombshell that comes into the villa, all the girls are like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. so perfect. You're going to be with this person and, like, really mm-hmm. are pushing, like, you need to be yeah. with this guy because none of us want to be with this guy. What's the name of that other guy who... Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. I mean, Dr. Alex is right. Uh, what uh, se- Do you know which season? I'll think of it. The other person I also think of is Jordan in the most recent up, uh, Australia season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So at this point, it's seeming like Will is kind of going to be that character. But I do have to say there's yeah. something that I find much more lovable about him than I do these previous guys. He's very endearing. Mm-hmm. And he's actually funny, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he, he I did say... Yeah, I loved when he was talking to Zara, how he was asking her about herself. And uh, Hugo, he oh my like, God, sorry. Oh, Hugo, do you Hugo, Hugo? Yes, Hugo. I, oh my God, I forgot about him. Yes. Wow, <laughs> excellent, excellent pull from your memory. It came to me like <laughs> an epiphany. Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, I loved when Will was trying to like get to know Zara when she first came in and he was like oh you're a runway model can you show me a runway oh walk? yeah and then he asked her to like do a whole runway walk I thought that was really cute and like he does he's he seems like a very genuine like good-hearted person I agree I think that some of the girls are not like attracted to him but he does a great yeah. job of making everyone feel special and taken yes. care of and that is I think what maybe sets him apart from some of these other um yeah Incel Islanders. <laughs> I mean, this is why Will has over a million followers on TikTok. Exactly. Yeah. No, he's obviously got something. And I I will also say that I think because he has that much of a following, there's kind of a vested interest um, that ITV has in keeping him around because mm. his audience is going to be tuning in. So That's so true. Oh, my God. That's right. All right. So Maya Jama enters for the recoupling. Anime yes. goes first. And she mm-hmm. picks Kai. Yes. Then Zara is next and she picks Tom. Olivia goes next and she picks Harris. And then we are left with Tanya. She picks Shaq. David looks very sad. He so this sad. is 
like I said before, this bombshell strategy of going super hard, all eggs in one basket can either pan out Mm -hmm. or not. And in this case, it does Mm -hmm. not because he has no other options now. Yeah, he looked so dejected. He was like, with head yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. Not I bad. mean, he knew that his game plan had failed in that moment. Yeah, exactly. Tanyelle picks next, and she picks Ron. She says sorry yeah. to Lana. Lana is crying. This yeah. is a bold move. It was very bold. I respected it, especially because, and we'll see this later, but, like, Tanyelle and Lana are, like, besties. yeah. But Lana is last, and so then she picks Will. Um, And David goes home. Wah, wah. And, yeah, I made a note that the music during um, this part was, like, really manipulative because it was, like, really sad, depressing music. And I was like, man, I'm really feeling for David right now. But I also know that we're going to have completely forgotten him in two weeks, and at the end of the season we're going to be like, who was that guy again? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, what always happens. Yeah, anyone that's going home right now is unfortunately like, it's very rare that you're going to be making a big lasting impact on the viewers' minds. Yeah, absolutely. Going home week one. So that is yeah. the end of episode five, and we see a promo that we have two yes. new bombshells coming in, and we need to talk about this yes. a little bit because we have we two all-stars, if you will, from Love Island, Australia, mm-hmm. coming, hopping over the pond. Um, actually, no, because if you think about it, South Africa is closer to Australia than it is to the UK, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually maybe that's why they're like oh convenient cheap flights we have aaron waters he is 25 and he is from melbourne he was on love island season three and he was actually second place with his couple um jess they broke up really really yeah. quickly after going out of the villa yeah yeah and um, then we also have jesse she is 26 and she was on love island australia season two third place finisher we have some stuff she to finished. talk about about Aaron, but what are your initial thoughts with these two coming into the villa? Okay, so initially, before hearing what we're about to talk about, I was very excited because I I had a hard time remembering Jesse, to be honest, because it's been a while since I've watched season two of Australia, but I did jog my memory on her, and I was like, oh yeah, she liked it pretty well. She was cute. I liked her. But I was really excited for Aaron because I think he's really hot I cannot lie (laughs) and he caused a lot of drama on his season it was not always like the most positive drama Mm. like a little toxic masculinity ish but I was very excited to see him come into the villa yeah I thought that they were gonna have uh, quite an impact. So we do want to just quickly talk about the fact that when Aaron was announced as a bombshell for the season, another player from his season, Courtney Stubbs, made a TikTok mm-hmm. in which she made some pretty serious allegations. She was originally coupled up with Aaron on that season of Love Island Australia, and she came out claiming that he bullied her, he skin shamed her, body shamed her, um, and kind of went on what sounded like a targeted campaign to 
turn the rest of the island against her as well and have the rest of the boys feeling that same way about Courtney. So she is really understandably feeling disappointed at the fact that he's now being given this even bigger platform since this is, you know, the biggest of any of the Love Island franchises and that production was aware that this was going on and is kind of choosing to put further women in harm's way by including him on this season of the show. Yeah, this video she made was honestly heartbreaking to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have not watched it, you should. But it's it was a lot. I felt really bad. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, he really probably should not be on this show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. And we will um, have a stitched video with that original video of Courtney's on our TikTok. So you can go and check that out. At She's got the chat on TikTok. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yeah let's do our awards congratulations on making it to the end of our first episode yes we hope you guys will tune in for next week's episode too. so our first award is how many of our eggs are in the islanders baskets at this point in the season how many eggs and whose baskets ari first weeks are not as exciting really like this show becomes interesting and good to watch once you're more invested in in the Islanders' mm-hmm. journeys. So I'm going to say I have a few eggs in Lana's basket, a few in Ron's, mm-hmm. um, maybe one mm-hmm. in Shaq's. I have a mm-hmm. few in Zara's, and I think that's because I feel really bad for her. Yeah. I have one in Tom's. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I stand at this point. Mine are similar. I have certainly have some eggs in Ron and Lana's baskets. Definitely... I think instead of Shaq, I've got an egg in Tanya's. I'm going to bet on her more than I bet on him. And I definitely have some eggs in Zara's. I agree. I I do feel bad for her. (laughs) All right. And who, in your opinion, was the most toxic Islander of this week? Got to give, got to give this one up to Harris Mm. first. Starting that fight with Shaq. Yep. (laughs) My most toxic Islander of the week, I will say it was a toss up between Mm -hmm. Olivia and Tanyelle. But I'm going to go Tanyelle just for mm. that. <laughs> it was just like the one episode where she Ooh. came out swinging with the Spicy. I wanted to smash a <laughs> bottle and the you're a pussy for being too invested in Lana. It was just it was a real moment. And I want to acknowledge her for that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> what was your most shocking moment of this? Episode? My most shocking moment of the week was Olivia's response to zara and zara kissing her cheeks for the who is most two-faced question i felt like that really kind of came out of nowhere and again seeing what was happening on social media and what was coming out about their potential past relationship it might shed a little bit more light on it um but just based on what we were presented in the document i was pretty confused about that reaction what about you Ooh, it's a toss-up between the fight between Shaq and harris and the fight between olivia and zara i think i think i lean olivia and zara because i feel like that's a storyline that's we're gonna see continue to play out i agree and who are your finalists slash winners in this moment do you have any predictions about that i think as it stands right now i'm gonna go shaq and tanya what about as it stands right now i'm gonna go ron and lana yeah it's gotta be one one of the two in this first week yeah yeah i would i would imagine if there are gonna be any og couples that go all the way i mean they're really the only two options so and we we do generally have 
you know, some OG couples that will last last throughout the season. But I'll say that the best way to play that, in my opinion, is to have a little bit of a coming apart and coming back together just to keep your storylines interesting, to show the audience that you're overcoming adversity and not just, you know, all eggs in each other's baskets day one. So that's where I'm a little bit mm-hmm. more leaning towards Ron and Lana because I can see them having that kind of a trajectory, whereas I'm not so sure with Shaq and Tanya. So they might just become... Let, uh, uninteresting to watch at a certain point that's a that's a really good point i agree actually yeah. thank you so much for joining us and we cannot wait to chat with you next week thank you so much for listening please follow us at she's got the chat on instagram and tiktok rate and review us on spotify or apple podcasts can't wait to chat next week Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.